Simplify your life and save money with FlexCar, the smart alternative to car ownership. You can save over $2,000 in upfront cost and 10 to 20% on your monthly car payment, insurance, maintenance, and more included. With FlexCar, you'll have the flexibility to choose the car and the plan that works for you. Say goodbye to car loans and hello to savings. Enter promo code AUDIO100 at FlexCar.com for 100 free miles when you sign up. This is Life Admin Life Hacks, a podcast that gives you techniques, tips, and tools to tackle your life admin more efficiently, to save your time, your money, and improve your household harmony. I'm Dinah Rowe Roberts, a commercial and finance executive. And I'm Mia Northrop, a user experience designer, researcher, and writer. This episode, we'll talk about what we think are the foundations to a great life admin system. And we think that there are three foundations to making sure that you've got the right IT infrastructure. And those include a digital calendar, a shared email account dedicated to admin and bills, and a cloud drive storage. Today, we're going to focus on the shared digital calendar. Hello, and welcome to Life Admin Life Hacks. In her book, Better Than Before, Gretchen Rubin talks about the pillars of habits. She says, many strategies help us change our habits and four habits tower above the others. Monitoring, foundation, scheduling, and accountability. Without getting those habits under control, it's harder to make other good habits stick. So similarly, Dinah and I stopped to consider what life admin tasks or habits do we need to get right from the start to make the other tasks and new habits easier. So we started with our calendar and I guess I used to have three calendars. So um, a weekly sort of kids schedule on the fridge, which showed all of the different extracurricular activities and which days they had sport and library. I had a wall calendar pinned up on the wall, which had our social life and our volunteering. And then I also had my work calendar, which was stored on my, you know, on my PC and on my phone. And not only that, I also had a birthday book, like a hangover. You know, if you talk about Mia in the last episode, your file of facts, I had this little birthday book with everyone's birthday written by month. And like a dedicated that, book. So a dedicated book that just had birthdays in it? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> And then I was also thinking, what else did we have? We also had our fridge, and I think lots of yeah. families use their fridge as kind of a quasi-calendar, and it had birthday party invitations and school notices stuck all over it. So it yeah. was quite complicated. We've got multiple pin boards. My daughter's got her own pin board where she puts her party invitations. I've got a pin board where I stuck other random invitations, some things that up on the fridge. We have got a wall calendar where I scribble birthdays and things that come up for school. It's one of those calendars that has a column for each member of the family and what we're doing. And then I also had my calendar on my phone and the calendar on my laptop. And there's no single point of truth. And we're always asking each other, my husband and I, when is this happening? What is happening now? And that that constant asking of when do we have to do this or have, are you free on this night? Crazy making. A lot of this time my partner's kind of oblivious of what's going on with the kids' lives because I sort of had this false thinking that it was just easier not to include him in the planning. But ultimately, of course, it's better if both of us are across what's happening or at least have one place that we can go to to get the info. 
And look, we've been doing lots of reading as we've been thinking about life admin and David Allen's book, Getting Things Done, it's really, it's an old kind of book, but it's really a great one when you start to think about organisational systems. And he talks about in his book that you can have this tremendous sense of relief and control by moving everything out of your mind and making sure you put them in a place you can trust and where you'll review them regularly. So having one calendar that you look at all the time is so great because it frees your mind from remembering and allows you to actually just do what you enjoy. And sincerely, my memory is not what it used to be, so that is excellent advice. So the way that we sort of approached this was the idea that we'd set up a a family calendar and I had to talk to my partner about it, about the systems we would use. He's on PC at his work. I use Mac at home. And he actually ended up setting it up at work using his Outlook account. So he set up uh, on his Outlook email a separate calendar that we just called you know family calendar and I put the details of that into settings went into settings in my iPhone went into accounts set up the family calendar and put in his password and we just use the calendar functionality we don't use the mail and the contacts or reminders and notes which hang off those new accounts it's just the calendar functionality and that means that we can both see now this this is our default calendars and we can both see each other's non-work commitments Yeah, we looked at a few different options too, but we decided to use Google Calendar because it really integrates so well with Gmail and Google Drive. And so that's going to help as we sort of think about the other foundational elements of our system. And not only that, it's also free. So we've set up our Google Calendar. And I guess to get started, I spent a lot of time just on one intensive session, just moving Mm. everything from all of those different calendars to this new account. Yeah. And I also added in all of the sort of recurring things. So even, you know, the basketball training that happens every week and the swimming lessons. So it's all there and there's one single place that you can look. Yeah. We did a similar thing any late night work that people do on a regular basis, like exercise commitments, you know, the fact that we want to do monthly gardening sessions or we want the kids' extracurricular stuff, anything recurring, whether it's an activity or a task, I put in there and set up as a recurring event. Yeah, and I've also um, done a thing that's made it really help the integration between my uh, our sort of family calendar and our work calendars is that um, I invite my husband or even my own work calendar to things that, you know, our family life that impact on our working life. So, for example, um, I sent a meeting invite to my husband's work calendar from our shared family calendar for the nights that I go to exercise class so he knows that he needs to be home in time for me to be able to go off to that class yeah that's a really good idea because that's you know not everything happens outside of nine to five I have to say when I was doing this I had real resistance to letting go of the wall calendar I've had one forever and for me it was that instant visual oh let me quickly just look up there as I'm responding to an email about when I can catch up with friends for dinner or go to a workshop or something and I just look up at the calendar on the wall and quickly see if that date was free and that to me like getting rid of the paper calendar felt like dangerous or risky and I held off for a long time I actually thought about getting a digital wall calendar because you can get these wall calendars where you've got feeds from 
you know, your, your Google calendar or your Outlook calendar or your Mac calendars. And it will take all of those separate feeds and put it into a digital wall calendar. And I thought, oh, maybe we need that. And then I just thought, no, it's just another thing to update. It's another thing to maintain. I'm just going to change my habits and get used to looking at the calendar on my computer, which you can see that week view, you can see that month view with enough detail. So I've done it. I threw the calendar out after I transcribed everything. And I have to say, I haven't really missed it that much. It's actually been fine. Yeah, it's funny. And I guess one of the things that uh, my husband was really nervous about was I took all of the notices and invitations off the magnets on the fridge. And I just, if I needed to keep the details on them, if it was more complicated than was, you know, easy to write into the actual calendar invite, I just took Mm. a photo or I scanned them and then I attached it to the relevant item. And it's so great. That's next level. Yeah, and then if you're on the road somewhere and you want to check something, it's just yeah. there. It's on your phone, the detail of the event, including, you know, if it's a theme party or there's a birthday present or, or mm. you know, for uh, some of the extracurricular activities that are different each week of the term, it just means yes. you can easily find that information without having to sort of juggle through all of the notices on the fridge and it doesn't get so easily forgotten. Yeah. So just to summarise why this shared calendar is so important, I think having a single point of truth rather than a variety of sources needs aligning just makes sense so that you know that you're looking at the current information. And it also, as you said, allows you to share responsibility between people in the household of knowing what is when. And you don't have to write complicated instructions and schedules. You can just say it's all in the calendar, go and have a look at it there. Obviously, you don't have to remember things if you're writing it down. And because you both, if you have a partner, have access to it, you can act independently, not having to wait for someone to get back to you about whether you're free that night. You can just make some decisions about how you're spending your time. Yeah, I do think that it's important to think about, you know, it is a bit of a change management journey, not just for yourself, but for your partner too. And so I actually spent some time sitting down with my husband and talking about why I wanted to do it. And, you know, getting him on board with the process and the other part of it has been no longer letting him ask me those questions he used to ask, which is like, what are we doing this weekend? I just say, Mm -hmm. look at the calendar. And so because I've been saying, look at the calendar, um, he can now sort of schedule his own social life so much more easily without having to kind of ask permission, like, can I go Mm -hmm. out on Thursday night? He can just pop it in the calendar and then it's, it's agreed. Yeah. In theory, ours is working. There's still, yeah, as you said, a bit of change management going on. We all have our activities in the calendar. It'd be nice to have a few less of those conversations of what's happening when. It's like, oh, my God, just it's, it's all in there. Please just go and look. So that's happening slowly. But I have to say, for me personally, not having to look at multiple sources and feeling confident that it's all in one place has at least made my life easier so far. So baby steps, we'll get there. Yeah, I do think it's important that you also do that transition with kind of a big bang because yes. really you need to change from one system to the new system so that you don't have that same problem of different sources of truth. So yeah, it's probably not the same with the other parts of the life admin system, but this one is one where you've got to just get on with it and then move, yeah. change overnight. 
And if you don't have a very hectic social life like me, it didn't take very long at all to put all the new <laughs> activities into the digital format. <laughs> um, oh, ours is incredibly complicated. And actually that was one of the, the good things out of, um, of going through this process is my husband was just like so surprised that all of these things actually happen that he didn't even yeah. know happened. So it's been kind of an awareness sort of uh, awakening for him about how yeah. complicated the logistics are, and I think that's been great. I think for a lot of families it might be a bit of a wake-up call where they've got lots of extracurricular activities going on and it might be, a, you know, a conversation starter about are we overextending ourselves because this is a ridiculous amount of things to juggle. So I think that wraps up our conversation about the calendar. So should we move on to our life admin high of the week, Mia? Yes. What was your life admin high of the week? I have been doing lots of reading, as I mentioned before, and I read this great book called The Paradox of Choice by Barry Schwartz. And he talks about setting rules and having some discipline to live by the rules, eliminating kind of choices in your life and it makes life so much simpler. And I, I guess oh. I was reflecting on that. You know, there's that great story about Barack Obama. He wears the same suit every day because he doesn't want to waste his mental energy on thinking about that as a choice. Yeah. So, so I set some rules for the calendar and I said to my husband, I'm no longer going to answer questions about schedule. That's my rule. And it's really, yeah. uh, it's really sort of transformed the process of that, you know, change management journey that I talked yeah. about. I do like that work uniform kind of idea or just taking out some of that decision-making to make things simpler. Like I have the same thing for breakfast every day and pretty much the same thing for lunch every day. It's just one less thing to think about. So my life admin high of the week was to do with my son's birthday party. He turned five and usually the way that I approach birthday party photos is that I take a bunch on my phone, we get out our good camera, take a bunch of photos on that, and then I canvas my stepsister, my mum, you know, everyone's taking shots, and I say, I'm going to create a digital, I'm going to write an album, I'm going to print something out, and it never happens because I, there are too many photos and they're all in different places and I can't be bothered bringing them all together and I never make the photo book. I've made him one baby book. He's turned five. He doesn't have any photos or any birthdays. I've taken them all. I just haven't put them into albums. So this time I created an album in the Photos app on my iPhone ahead of time so that at the end of the day, on the day, I could move all the decent birthday party shots into that album. And similarly, I just decided I'm just going to take photos with my iPhone. I'm not going to care if someone else has the ultimate shot. I'm just using the photos on my phone. And so then I synced my phone with the laptop, pulled in the event into iPhotos, and I could just make the album. And it happened within like two days of his birthday. It's never happened before. I feel such relief. This is the new way forward. Oh, that sounds so good, Mira. I really need some tips on digital photos. So thanks for that one. I think we're also going to have a, a think about our life admin uh, low of the week. And I think, Mia, you said before you had a really good one. 
Yeah, we uh, met with a financial planner because we're thinking about buying a house and we had to provide an update on our expenses, make a budget essentially, so that we could get our finances in order and see what kind of bank loan is possible. And we had a login to an online portal for the financial planner where we had to go and detail all of our expenses and it was absolutely excruciating. We geared up to do it in one night uh, and, you know, I had my laptop there with our bank, online banking open. We had all these financial folders out from the filing cabinet trying to work out how much we spend on it a weekly, monthly, annual basis on various things. And it was it was just so difficult. The information was all over the place. There was lots of money unaccounted for. We had some difficult conversations about spending patterns and <laughs> I feel like the information I've given to the financial planner is not really that comprehensive. So obviously there's lots of work for us to do to make that easier in the future to understand how to identify our expenses, where to go to find the actual information and be able to pull that easier to, in the future. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Let's see, after we go through this life admin journey, if if that would have been an easier process, we've got to hope so. It couldn't possibly be any worse. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the things we also wanted to do each episode was talk about a power tool or a book review or a tech review. Have you got something for us this week? Yeah. So I went out and bought myself a brand new printer and scanner, which is really an investment that's going to make going paperless so much easier. And it's so great because it can scan multi-page, double-sided documents, and it saves them directly to Google Drive or to an email account. And, you know, it's pretty cheap. You can get one now for less than $100. And, you know, when you think about it, that's pretty cost-effective when you think about all the folders and the time and energy that you might spend on on filing. So uh, I'm really loving that scanner. Yeah, I didn't realise you could get ones that just scanned straight to Google Drive. That is so convenient. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's sort of revolutionary. Yeah. <laughs> When did that revolution happen, like five years ago? I don't know where it up and it's just, yep. it's just hanging in there. I just resent buying cartridges for it. That's the extent of my relationship with the printer. Well, that wraps up us for this episode. Remember to try out this episode's life hack. This week, set yourself up a shared calendar. Set it up on all of your devices. Phase out your other calendars that you might be using so that you've got that single source of truth and go in there and put in all the recurring and ad hoc appointments and tasks for all of your family members. Please head to our Facebook group and share your thoughts and experiences on this week's topic and feel free to post any suggestions for us. We look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for listening. Show notes for this episode are available at lifeadminlifehacks.com. If you're a fan, please subscribe and share the love and tell a friend or review us in your podcasting app.